Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Then responded to him, What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it again in three days. They replied, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you are going to raise it in three days. But the temple he'd spoken of was his body. After he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. Then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken. Now while he was in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, many people saw the signs he was performing and believed in his name. But Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all people. He did not need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what was in each person. John chapter 2 verses 18 through 25. It was not actually that long ago that Donald Trump was running for president of the United States. In some ways it feels like a long time ago. And you might remember those early days where he burst onto the political scene with wild accusations and crazy tweets and conspiracy theories and blunt statements. And whether you love him or whether you hate him, one thing we can probably all agree on is that he really didn't seem to care a lot what people thought. He called things as he saw it. He said whatever came into his mind. He didn't seem to filter much. He would say it in whatever way he liked. And he just couldn't seem to have cared any less about being offensive or hurtful to anyone. He called it like he saw it, and he did his own thing. Nobody thought he had any chance at all, really, when he first came onto the scene in the last nomination. He was too brash and he was too outspoken, but then as he won primary after primary, ultimately winning the Republican nomination and then actually becoming president, it became very clear that there were large numbers of people who actually connected with his brashness. In some people's minds, he was just a breath of fresh air compared to the standard establishment politicians who might say the right things but who were perceived as phony or insincere. Whether you agreed with Trump or whether you thought he was speaking the truth or not, you knew at the very least you were getting the real unfiltered Donald Trump. The Bible warns us against the fear of man in many places, calling it a snare, a trap for us in Proverbs 29. The fear of man simply means when we become overly concerned about what others think to the point where it will actually influence our actions in a bad way. When we're more concerned about what a person thinks than what God thinks, we have fallen victim to the fear of man. One thing that makes Jesus so refreshing is that he wasn't concerned about what people thought at all. In today's verses, he spars with the Jewish leaders over the temple, their most holy site, claiming authority and power over it. And the fact that he's using it as a metaphor for his own body only makes it clear that he isn't concerned at all about what they think. In fact, he actually almost seems to purposely be tweaking them, challenging their religious traditions and provoking them to thought about a different idea. Many put their faith in Jesus, but he wouldn't entrust themselves to them, John writes, because he knew them. Some of those who were impressed with him today would be screaming for his blood later in the story. He didn't need man's praise because he knew how flaky we could be. Fear of man was not a concern for Jesus. He was only concerned about his heavenly father and doing his father's will. Now this makes Jesus unbelievably refreshing. Nothing he says is pandering to us. Nothing he says is softened. He speaks pure truth every time. 
Yet, unlike other certain political nominees, Jesus does it with a very different motive than seeking power or seeking fame. Jesus is who he is, and he speaks what he speaks, and he puts his Heavenly Father first, all the same time as he demonstrates unprecedented compassion and love for other people. And because he is God himself, we know that this must be what God is like. Straightforward and assured, confident in truth, but somehow also gentle and loving and kind. For you to think about today, what has Jesus said in God's word that has been shocking or surprising to you? Why was it surprising? And what did it teach you about who God is? Mm-hmm.